Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster. And with me today is Jenny Fielding. Uh, Jenny is co-founder of The Fund. She is one of the most active pre-seed investors uh, based in New York City. I know a lot of you know her or know of her, uh, but Jenny, it's great to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. Excited. Yeah. So um, you're helping us at Bolster run a program uh, called Ready to Raise for founders who are getting ready to raise a round. And uh, I joined the uh, first session of it. And you said something there that I thought was absolutely fantastic. So that is our topic for today, uh, which is three ways that VCs say no without saying no. Uh, and it's so important for founders to be attuned to that and pick up signals from VC. So um, what are some of the things you've seen uh, where VCs say no without saying no? Yeah, so I guess the, um, you know, the backstory is that VCs are incentivized to maintain optionality, right? And so this means oftentimes they're saying no, but they want to kind of keep, keep things warm just in case. So the first thing that I see is what I call the string along, right? Which is um, the investor isn't really leaning in too much. And so the way that this manifests is that they constantly move the goalposts for the founder, right? Oh, you know, I'd like you to get, you know, one more pilot, one more customer. I'd like to see the financials, one more thing. And, you know, by doing that, they're not saying no, but you can tell that they're not run, you know, they're not leaning in, they're not running after this startup. So I call that kind of the, the string along. Yeah, moving the goalposts is brutal. Like, oh, if you only had one more customer, I'd be in. Oh, sorry, did I say one? I meant two. Right. Always asking for more info, more metrics, and yeah. it gets really exhausting. And sometimes I'll talk to founders and they literally are like, oh yeah, I've had eight conversations with this investor. And I'm kind of like, hmm, an early stage company? That sounds like a lot. Yeah. All right, so the string along, what's next? The second one I call the half ghost, which is um, you get kind of a full ghost is obviously, you know, they don't respond, but oftentimes what'll happen is you get kind of a one word answer from the investor, they're busy, they're traveling. And so the duration of time just gets really dragged out. You know, you're trying to move your process along and, you know, you kind of provide some information and they respond, thanks, right? And like, what do you do with that? So I call that kind of the half ghost, again, not really leaning in. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, um, that's, that is a tough one. I get that. Um, what's number three? Last one is the early bird, right? And that's um, the ultimate keeping optionality, which is, you know, your company's a tad too early, but keep us in mind as things progress, right? And so that's really another way of saying, nope, not that interested right now. Yeah, you know, it's funny, my, as I think about this whole topic, my uh, longtime friend and longtime head of sales from Return Path, Anita, always used to say, the second best answer you can get from a prospect is a quick no. Uh, obviously, you want the yes. The second best thing is a quick no, and anything else is awful. And kind of all three of your, uh, all three of your things are some flavor of the not quick no. Um, so uh, that, those are all good, uh, good things for uh, entrepreneurs to be attuned to. And then, so, so let me ask you, if you're a founder and you're getting one of these signals, right? The goalposts are moving. They're not really leaning in. You're on meeting number eight. What do you do? 
Right. Well, the first thing is, I mean, the reason we love working with founders is they're optimists, right? And so that optimism, I think, is why as investors and, you know, as a community, we're so excited because they don't necessarily know the challenges ahead. But I think, you know, the drawback of being an optimist is as founders, you know, we tend to hear what we want to hear, right? And we want to hear a yes. And so I think it's very critical to hear what actually is being said to you. And I think the way to help you do that is to surround yourself with other founders, mentors, advisors, you know, people in the community that you can kind of relay these conversations to. Because when I hear them, it's very clear that that's a no. But sometimes to the founder, it's not that clear. So the thing that I would say is like build your kind of team of people that are your sounding board. Um, where you can kind of run these things back to them, play them back, because oftentimes they'll say, you know what, they're just not leaning in. And right. sometimes it's hard for you to hear yourself. And once you realize that, whether you figure it out on your own or because you have a good kitchen cabinet around you, what do you do? Do you just ignore that investor? Do you break it off? Yeah, then you have to do the hardest thing, which is, you know, you basically have to move on, right? And so as a founder, you always have to be filling the pipeline with new investors. Um, and so, you know, I'm not saying to ghost them, but you can just write them a polite email. It doesn't seem like, you know, this is in your, your sweet spot right now. Happy to stay in touch. But in your mind and in your spreadsheet, you've put them as a pass. You don't have to have that, that actual conversation, but like you've coded them a pass, they've coded you a pass and we move along. We move on. All right, uh, before we wrap up, um, tell everyone listening, uh, what are you looking for in uh, new investments, uh, size, stage, sector, geography, anything to uh, help point people toward you or not toward you if they're not a fit? Yeah, so we're a very active pre-seed fund. Although my co-founder and I are generalists, we focus on three verticals around money, health, and work. And we write 50 to 250K checks into all pre-seed companies, which we define as founders raising between about 500 to 2 million. All right, Jenny Fielding from the fund. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This podcast is brought to you by Bolster, the new way to find the right executives. We supercharge startup growth by matching CEOs with transformational executives, mentors, and board members without the hassle of traditional talent sourcing. Start searching for free at bolster.com.